Hey wrestling fans, welcome to episode 32 of the of the Wrestling Fan 84 Packcast. We are Payback Weekend. That's right, another pay-per-view is coming. WWE Payback, the 8th annual event. This Sunday on the WWE Network, I know we've been a little wrestling drunk over the last couple of weeks with both AEW and WWE throwing us pay-per-views all back and forth. But get ready to get even more drunk because we have two more coming up. Payback this Sunday, all out next Saturday. But let's focus on Payback. SmackDown just ended with a shocking revelation that Roman Reigns, the big dog who returned last Sunday at the, at the Royal Rumble, has now joined forces with Paul Heyman. That's right. You heard me right. Paul Heyman. Unbelievable. Well, anyway, here comes the, the card for ten, for this Sunday's Payback pay-per-view on the WWE Network. It will be live from the Amway Center or the WWE Thunderdome in Orlando, Florida. Kicking us off is a match that, after tonight's segment with Sasha and Bailey, got a lot of people interested. Bailey and Sasha, the golden role models, or uh, Bailey and Sasha, will defend against Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Now, this match came about this past Monday when Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax decided to put their hatred for each other aside to venture forward for championship gold. Now, tonight, in an in-ring segment between Sasha Banks and Bailey, we saw a little fireworks shoot off because Bailey, who likes to shoot off her mouth constantly, actually brought up the fact that she shouldn't have let Sasha challenge for the Raw Women's Championship and the fact that Sasha never can defend a championship successfully. Sasha gave Bailey the no, she didn't look. Basically, I'm about to cut this bitch look. And a lot of fans are thinking that this could lead to the obvious split between Sasha and Bailey. Now, yours truly is a huge Sasha Banks fan, despite what people on social media likes to think. And I've been waiting for a split between these two to happen for the longest time. Now, I'm not saying that I'm predicting Nia Jax and Baszler to win the match this Sunday. But it would be kind of good to see it happen. If only they have the split with Sasha and Bailey happen immediately following. So, your boy is choosing Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax to become the new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions this coming Sunday at Payback. And then we will see the real Sasha Banks return. Now, I know a lot of people are wondering what I mean by the real Sasha Banks. I mean the Sasha Banks that didn't need somebody to v validate that she's a legit boss. The Sasha Banks that did shit for herself and didn't need nobody following behind her. The Sasha Banks that was a leader, not a follower. The Sasha Banks that dominated NXT for 180 days. The Sasha Banks that basically took over the entire division when she got called up. That's the Sasha Banks we want. This Sasha needs to go. Next up on our card for this Sunday at Payback, Apollo Crews will defend the United States Championship against the almighty Bobby Lashley. Now, Apollo Crews has been basically a thorn in the side of the Hurt Business over the last couple of weeks. And Apollo Crews has been also having to worry about the 
the Hurt Business getting into the head of his friend Cedric Alexander. Now, this past, I don't know when it happened, but apparently Shelton Benjamin won back the 24-7 championship from Cedric Alexander. But anyway, this Sunday, Apollo Crews will be facing Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley is a former United States champion, and the Hurt Business has been looking to make their mark. But this reign for Apollo Crews has basically barely started. He just won the title like less than a month ago. So I think a lot of people in the WWE Universe would not want to see the reign end at the hands of Bobby Lashley. So I'm predicting that Apollo Crews retains this Sunday. Next up on our schedule is the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Will face Roman Reigns, who will be managed by Paul Heyman. Can't believe I'm saying those words. And Braun Strowman. In a no holds barred triple threat match for the Universal Championship. Now, the Fiend Bray Wyatt won the title last weekend at SummerSlam, defeating Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman is sworn to get his championship back. Roman Reigns is sworn to get back the title he never lost. Now, if you remember Roman Reigns, the last time he was Universal Champion, he had to relinquish the title due to his battle with leukemia. So, thus, he's never gotten a fair rematch. Braun Strowman is looking, basically, to recapture the Universal Championship, to recapture what little relevancy he has left. And the Fiend Bray Wyatt is looking to have a longer reign than his previous reign as Universal Champion. Now, this match, I'm kind of torn between the Fiend Bray Wyatt and... Roman Reigns. I mean, a part of me wants to see The Fiend retain because, let's be real, The Fiend never had exactly a good reign as Universal Champion. But I've seen fans on social media say that The Fiend doesn't really need a Universal Championship. The Fiend is a, is a unique character, and the mystique of The Fiend is enough to push him further than he needs to be put further in the business than he has to be pushed. The Fiend's character and mystique should be enough to push him, basically, is what they're saying. He shouldn't need a championship to vandalize him. But you gotta think about Bray Wyatt, the athlete, not just the Fiend, the character. Bray Wyatt's been an awesome Universal Champion at two times he's held the title. He was an awesome WWE Champion when he was the champion with the title. So why not have Bray retain? So I'm going to go one way in this match, if it's possible I can go this one way, and that's Bray Wyatt retains the Universal Championship. Next up on our card is Keith Lee versus Randy Orton. Now, Keith Lee lost the NXT World Heavyweight Championship to Karrion Cross last week at TakeOver. The following week, the following Monday on Raw, this past Monday on Raw, he debuted on Raw and confronted Randy Orton the same night Randy Orton punted. Drew McIntyre in the skull three times. This match was made during Raw after Randy Orton and basically Keith Lee came face-to-face after Orton's last attack on Drew McIntyre. Keith Lee made the challenge. Orton accepted it, and it will happen this Sunday. Now, Keith Lee will be making his first main roster pay-per-view debut, The Limitless One and The Viper. I have to go with Keith Lee in this one because basically, let's be real here. I'm thinking Keith Lee wins this and goes to higher heights in WWE. I mean, you don't want to bring Keith Lee up 
to the main roster and have him lose his first match. And it's not like most people are even thinking about this match. Most people just spent the whole week on social media bitching about WWE changing Keith Lee's theme music. Now, I'll explain that in the way I can explain it. Basically, WWE's contract with the CFOs, the group that did such entrance themes for athletes such as Asuka, Keith Lee, Lacey Evans, and other superstars, has expired. So basically, WWE is going to be changing any entrance themes that came out via the CFOs. Hence why Keith Lee's entrance theme was changed. So that's what it was. Keith Lee's already explained it. Let it go. Move on. But I'm choosing Keith Lee to beat Randy Orton. That might not be a popular choice, but hey. Okay, next up is a match that will happen this Sunday. Dominic Mysterio will team with his father, Ray Mysterio, to meet the to meet Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. I refuse to call Seth Rollins the Monday Night Messiah. I refuse. Anyway, this rivalry has been going on since months ago when the eye for an eye match at Extreme Rules where Ray lost an eye to Seth Rollins. Then Rollins and Murphy targeted Ray's son Dominic. Seth defeated Dominic back at SummerSlam. This match was signed at their Monday night. And the beating that Ray and Dominic took at the hands of Retribution. And there's a huge match coming up this Monday night after Payback. Between Ray and between Ray and Seth. Now, with Seth winning at Pabe at SummerSlam, I'm predicting that Ray and Dominic take this match, and that Ray defeats Seth on Monday Night Raw. Next up is the final match on the card between Matt Riddle and Baron Corbin. Now, this match was signed earlier tonight. In an interview with Caleb Braxton, Baron Corbin accepted the challenge of Matt Riddle at the Matt Riddle Challenge Corbin moments later earlier after attacking Corbin after a match. Now, Baron Corbin's pay-per-view record has not been very good. He's basically won more matches than he's he's lost more matches than he's won under this King gimmick. And I'm sorry, but your boy has to agree with the majority of social media. When it comes to Baron Corbin, this king gimmick has got to go. When he was the lone wolf, he was the killer. He was deadly. He was unstoppable. But since this king gimmick, it's like he's trying to be something he's not. It's like trying to make him a baby face. It's like trying to make him a comedy act. It's made him basically not as deadly as he should be and not as vicious as he's supposed to be. I mean, sure, he's still the vicious guy he was when he first got there, but you gotta be real here. You basically turned Baron Corbin, a former Golden Gloves boxer, a former a former champion, probably one of the most gifted athletes of his height in WWE, into a freaking comedy act by making him king of the ring. It's basically the same thing, kind of, what they did to Kurt Angle in 2000. Kurt Angle the killer became Kurt Angle the king of the ring, and the rest was history. But anyway, I'm choosing Matt Riddle to win this match. Now, I'm going to solve a dispute that I've been having all week long on Twitter. Now, I've been having disputes on Twitter over 
both Sasha and Bailey, of whether or not they're splitting, on why WWE didn't give Ruby and Liv the tag title match, and the difference between Sasha Stains and Sasha fans. Okay, let me solve all of that right now. WWE did not give Ruby and Liv the title match this Sunday because it would look too obvious. Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan, yes, they're reconciling, yes, they're reuniting, but they are also still in a feud with the Iconics. This is not a major pay-per-view. This is payback. This is a sidetrack pay-per-view to prepare you for the next big one, which is Survivor Series in November. Why do it then? Plus, it would look completely rushed. Sasha and Bailey have to split. The split has to happen. I don't care how many of these Bailey and Sasha stains on Twitter and social media want to talk about, oh, let's keep them together. The split has to happen. Because on behalf of all Sasha fans, and notice I said fans, not stains, we don't want to see this Sasha anymore. This Sasha who's settling for being a tag team champion is not the Sasha we want to see. We want to see the Sasha that ran through competition like a hot knife through butter in NXT. We want to see the Sasha that came up in the main roster and was probably one of the biggest talks of the division. We want to see the Sasha that went toe-to-toe with the likes of people like Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. We don't want to see the Sasha Banks that's one half of the Golden Role Models. This Golden Role Models thing has been going on for three damn years, and it's three damn years tiring. So if they lose the tag team titles, don't write WWE letters, don't protest, don't complain. It has to happen. The split must happen. You people want something one minute, then don't want it the next. Whether you want or not, Sasha and Bayley have to split. There's no Sasha and Bayley rivalry with them still as tag team champions. We don't do that anymore. We did it with Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero because they were both baby faces. Sasha and Bailey are both heels. We have to do it the right way this time around. If they split, they split. You're not going to stop watching WWE. You're not going to unsubscribe from the network. So stop BSing everybody and saying you will. Now, when it comes to the Riot Squad, yes... I understand that a lot of people don't see it as the Riot Squad because there's no Sarah Logan. But it's just as good. Ruby and Liv will become tag team champions eventually. It will happen. It might not happen Sunday, but maybe if Nia and T- Nia and Shayna win the titles, because we know they're not going to last long as a tag team, maybe Ruby and Liv win the titles from them. Who knows? But does Bailey make it look like Lib Morgan ain't getting any good treatment right now? Is just plain dumb. She's a member of a tag team. WWE and Vince McMahon, because those of us who know Vince, was not going to push her with that whatever character she had before the Riot Squad reunion. Nobody even could figure out what the character was. What was she? Was she seductive? Was she supposed to be a trick? 
troublemaker? Was she supposed to be a, a sultry seductive? We don't know what the hell it was supposed to be. All we know is they changed their entrance music and sometimes and somewhat somehow made her flirtatious. All I saw was someone who's multi-talented, who is destined to become a champion, have who had no direction at all. Yes, she pulled off some great matches with the likes of Charlotte Flair. But yeah, the Riot Squad is where she belongs. It's like basically they did basically what they did with the Riot Squad is the same thing they did with the Shield. They split them up to see what they could achieve individually. It's the same thing they're doing with New Day right now with Big E. They split them up to see what they can do individually. Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan. Split them up, see what they can do individually. Ruby was on a little bit of a losing streak. Liv Morgan was feuding with Lana. And let's be real here, and I'm going to be devil's advocate and be real with y'all. If they didn't put Ruby and Liv back together, chances are that's exactly what they was going to have her doing. She was going to be feuding with Ruby. She was going to be feuding with Lana and Natalia. So they had to do it. It's not like it was something all of a sudden. They had to put them back together. So stop whining about the lack of title matches Lib Morgan gets. Wait till they become tag team champions and see what happens. That is the biggest problem with wrestling fans. Y'all don't wait for stuff to happen. Y'all want stuff right now. It doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. Things happen when they're supposed to happen. What are they supposed to say to hell with everybody in the women's division and just give the title to Morgan because y'all want to? No, I don't think Liv wants that. Everybody in WWE gets what they get when they're supposed to get it. If WWE was like that, Lacey Evans would be women's champion right now because let's be real, she's had so many opportunities and been turned away so many times. It's not like she's not ready. It's because it's not the time yet. When the time is right, it will happen. Stop trying to push WWE to do stuff because when they do it, and when y'all push WWE to do stuff, when they do what y'all want them to do, y'all still don't want it. Look at look at look at the last look at them um, two years ago. WWE gave you Seth Rollins as Universal Champion. WWE gave you Becky Lynch as a Double Champion. Gave you a women's a women's main event at WrestleMania. Y'all basically bitched about it the entire year. So stop acting like y'all want something when y'all really don't. Y'all are putting way too much stock in a Sasha Bailey feud that happened six years ago, which is the only reason why it's taken three years for this thing to happen. Because let's be real, if fans wasn't pushing WWE to do this, saying we want it, we want it, we want it, these two would have been split years ago. But WWE is dangling the carrot in front of y'all, and y'all just eating it up. If it's if the split happens Sunday, all power to WWE. I will want. I'm actually one of the ones that I am. I'm gonna play double advocate and be honest with you. I want to see Sasha and Bailey. I want to see Sasha versus Bailey. But what I'm not gonna do is force WWE to do it like right now. 
But what I'm not going to stand for is people just saying, wait till WrestleMania. WrestleMania is going to be in the same damn place where SmackDown and Raw is now. In the freaking WWE Thunderdome. Ain't nothing changing. Ain't going to be no more live crowds. Ain't going to be in Los Angeles. It's going to be in the Thunderdome like it is now. So I say if they pull the trigger with Sasha and Bailey this Sunday, okay, let's do it. A nice long feud with Sasha and Bailey over the SmackDown Women's Championship culminating at WrestleMania would not be a bad thing. I think a lot of fans would basically love to see a long Sasha versus Bailey feud. I'm actually I would actually love it because it would be something new. We saw Sasha and Charlotte battle for the title back and forth for months on Raw. Why not see her and Bailey do it for months on SmackDown? It will be something creative, something new. We can always further the story by adding different elements. But fans don't like to think creatively. Fans don't even think business-like. Fans want what they want when they want it. And that doesn't work that way. You don't get what you want when you get it. You don't get what you want when you want it. You get what you want when you're supposed to get it. And don't put too much stock in this match. Because that's what's getting it. That's what's making people not want to see it. Think about it. Think about matches like Sting versus Hogan in WCW. That match took 18 months to put together. And what did we get? That massacre at Starcade in 97. Which... Was so horrible they had to redo it at Super Brawl in '98, basically screwing Scott Hall out of a championship match. Warrior versus Hogan, it's WrestleMania six, Toronto Skydome, one of the greatest matches in WrestleMania history. WCW redoes it, it becomes a massacre. NXT Takeover Brooklyn when Sasha faced Bailey for the, in, the, in the Iron Woman match was one of the greatest, or if not the greatest, women's matches in NXT. But fans are pushing for WWE to redo this thing at WrestleMania. The sooner they do it, the better. We don't want to wait all the way till WrestleMania hoping it's going to be a good match. And then it turns out to be like a monkey screwing a football. We don't need that right now. Whenever they do it, they'll do it. The perfect place, if not at WrestleMania to do it, would be Survivor Series. I mean, come on. It's a big pay-per-view too, right? Survivor Series is just as big as WrestleMania and it's just as major. But if you want to wait till WrestleMania, you want WWE to keep dangling this carrot in front of its fans for the next four months, for the next six months, guess what? Eventually, fans are going to stop being interested in the dangling carrot and go right to the competition. And I don't think WWE needs any more fans turning away from them going to AEW. AEW is doing horribly with their women's division. WWE's women's division is top notch. I don't care what you read on people on social media. People saying AEW's women's division is at the best it can be. No it isn't. Look at last night. Look at last night. Look how obvious last night looked. Now you telling me you did, not, nobody knew Big Swole was going to win that match last night? 
that crap was so damn obvious, they wouldn't even no point in having the match. Now what? Uh, somebody said it. Somebody said it on the line. If Big Swole goes over at All Out, what was even the point of bringing Britt Baker back? Their women's division is dwindling. WWE's is at the best it has. But what WWE can give the fans, the fans don't want right now. The fans want to wait. We want to see the explosion. We're like the people who driving on the side of the road during an accident. We want to see the accident. We don't want to see the aftermath. So if Sasha and Bailey happen to explode this coming Sunday... I don't know about you, but I, for one, will pop like hell. It will be like the Mets just won the World Series. I will go apeshit, basically, because it has to happen. There's no, oh, can they be, can Sasha be SmackDown Women's Champion and them still be Tag Team Champion? No. 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 They cannot be tag team champions and Sasha be SmackDown Women's Champion. There's no keeping them together. Sasha wants to be a Grand Slam champion. She wants to be SmackDown Women's Champion. You know that. I know that. The Sasha Stains know that. The Bailey Stains know that. Stop acting like y'all don't know it just to keep them together. That's what happened. That was wrong with every other tag team in wrestling history. Fans want to keep them together so bad that it got bland. And after it got bland... People stop caring. This Sasha and Bailey as best friends, quote unquote, thing has been bland for three years now. If it ends this Sunday, hallelujah. If it doesn't, we're going to be in for more and more of the same thing. Anyway, if you want to follow this podcast, it will be available on Spotify and all other major podcast inlets. My other episode, the last episode of this podcast is available on Spotify, Google Play, and everywhere you get your podcasts. If you want to follow my Twitter, it's WrestlingFan84. Instagram, WrestlingFan884. Oh yeah, don't... Oh yeah, I gotta... Can't, far better for me to uh, leave without... Promoting it first, but someone I've interviewed on my podcast twice, and I'm hoping to get an interview with her soon. The sassy Southern Belle, Lacey Evans, has a Patron page now. That's right, it ranges from everywhere from $3 to $50. The main premium is $50. You get stuff like exclusive content, live Q&A, all the good stuff. If you follow Lacey Evans on Twitter at LaceyEvansWWE, check that out. And check out the different price packages. Shout out to uh, the number one legend in wrestling, Mickey James. Hopefully someday I'll get to have you on my podcast. Shout out to Ruby Wright. Hopefully someday I'll get to have you on my podcast. Shout out to Trish Stratus. Thanks for the reply today. And hopefully soon I will get a follow and hopefully an interview from you on this podcast. Shout out to all my followers and the positive people in the wrestling community. Keep safe out there, folks. I will see y'all on Tuesday with the review from Payback.